All right, we start this interview in five, four, three, two, one. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Midnight Hour. I'm your host, Black Fabio, a.k.a. Anthony Anthem. And today, we decided we're going to take it down just a little bit, turn the lights off, and bring something of a nice ambience. Today, our special guest is a man who has made classic soulful songs that have definitely brought you to a space of sensuality and reality. This man has also collaborated with some acts like Church Boy, also the Great and Mighty Tech Nine, and the classic, the soulful, the always poetic justice of R&B known as Boys to Men. When he makes you want to go, ooh, I, I am so high. He's so high. He's so high. I just want He's also collaborated with JL of B-Hood, Joey Cool, and a lot of the Strange Gang. Now, this man does not have a strange name, but he does have a claim to fame that would definitely put a lot of people to shame. This man is rising. The rising in the soul. Rising in the R&B. This man right here. Some call him the truth. But I know him as Adrian. Adrian Truth. So with that, my name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. The Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Mr. AKA and Adrian Truth is in the building. Hey, 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 thank you for having me. That was a, a very long and uh, interesting introduction. I, I, I appreciate it, question mark. Oh, you loved it. It, it, was, it was decent, you know. Oh, you know, it helped your ego with that big head of yours. You loved I didn't it. know how I felt about the whole the voice like quiet storm vibes but i i appreciate it nonetheless well it's an r&b and ever song i was trying to make it sound section i can't even speak English. you can't even sensual. say the word sensual the word how you, gonna do, how, you gonna, how you gonna do what you say you's gonna do when you can't even say the word that you're trying to do okay first of all i got a little tongue tied but it doesn't mean that i couldn't tie it off with a little bit of sensuality boom okay Okay, I see what you I recovered. Yep, All see, right. this is what happens when you, you're a champion like myself. Back How's back. it going, bro? Uh, it's pretty good, man. Just, uh, you know, raising a, a one-year-old uh, in this pandemic slash uh, climate that we're in, uh, working on, you know, myself and being a father and growing as a human being and as an artist so yeah that's right man you are a dad yes it's official i'm a yes. dad ladies and gentlemen he has a one girl with a beautiful woman um shout out to erica because she's actually been on the show before and shout um, shout, shout love you this man is in love building a family just man How's it feel to be Adrian Truth right now? It feels feels great, you know. Uh, 
following your dreams is definitely a, a beautiful thing. It could be scary. Uh, life happens uh, in between following that dream, but uh, it's definitely worth worth it. It's scary, but it's rewarding when it when it works, and it should work if you uh, pursue it the way you should. So, I agree. I mean, look at you, man. You went, you've gone a long way from, and I remember I was talking to Chris about this too. Like, I remember we were like upstairs in your mom's house recording in a closet and stuff, bro. Yeah, the, the humble the humble days. Had the pantyhose on there trying to be the, the freaking screen for the microphone and stuff like that, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it was, uh, I feel like. We all, for the most part, had those days. Uh, yeah, for sure. Just trying to figure it out, having fun, not taking it too seriously. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I remember sometimes we wouldn't go to sleep until about 6 in the morning. Like, mm-hmm. I remember the first mixtape, the Truthfully Speaking mixtape. Oh, yeah. Yep. That was back in, like, 2010. It was a decade ago. <laughs> I can't believe that's been about a decade, man. Man, we got old. <laughs> man, you got old. I didn't. Oh, what the hell ever? You're older than oh, me. Sam. Hey, it'd be like that sometimes. Sometimes, you know, just the universe works weird. Like the Benjamin Button situation. I'm getting younger, man. You're getting older. It's all oh, you good. Full. You full There's of nothing shit. nothing wrong with that. Okay, first you, of all, you big somebody told me now. I look like I was 25 the other day. So I want, if I want not to toot my own harm, but I'm still looking pretty damn good for myself. This hey, that's what's up. Exactly, damn it. Yeah. Sure. I mean, black don't crack, you know what I'm saying? Unless you smoke it. It's all smoking crack, yeah. I mean, every once in a while, you know, you smoke a little crack, you know, it can just, you know, it can empower you and make it a little bit more. Hey, Whitney said crack is whack. Crack is cheap. All right, we don't do that over here. We do coke. Hey. Yeah. We snort right. more coke lines than... George Bush on a happy day. Hey, that's bars. Yeah, no, we don't. We don't do drugs here. I mean, seriously, yeah, we do. We do all the drugs. I'm too poor. I don't have a drug habit. <laughs> Unfortunately, hey, just spend, spend, spend the drugs with the stimulus check. That's just it. I got bills to pay. Let's come first. <laughs> Hey man, see you got your priorities straight. You, you can't be having priorities when when you do drugs. Exactly, you just gotta be irresponsible. All right. I'm. I mean, shoot. Have I thought about having a coke party and ruining my life multiple times? Do I do it? No, because Dare told me to just say no. You know, hey, I have felt shout that out. Before. Shout out to Dare. You know what I'm saying? The Dare program. Uh, you know, it helped a lot of people's lives out there in these uh cold streets. Shout out to Dare, man. There's any consolation. We probably all have fell that line at one point in our lives. Because I did smoke a little weed and I do drink on occasion. What can I say? And shrooms and edibles and uh yes. you know, list goes on and on. But I mean, it's just neither here nor there, you know what I'm saying? Well he, was, he who hasn't seen, you know, cast the first stone or whatever. So everybody has done something in their lives, so you know, mm-hmm. nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect, babe. 
But no, bro. So how do we get on the subject of drugs? Anywho, so okay, first of all, I am not the influence in this conversation. You're my elder. You're supposed to be the one to give me good influence, sir. I mean, this is your show. You got to keep me on track because I can go off in a tangent. I, I know you can. I've known you for how long now? Ever? Too long. Too long. Got me hell. When did I move here when I was like nine? Oh, yeah. Some decades. So, I was just thinking about the other day, man. Like, me and you have been through a lot together. Really kind of just back and forth. You know, when it comes to just all the transitions you went through in life. And same with me. Like, I can't remember a time that, like, how can I say it, that we hadn't, you know, what's the best word to say? We hadn't seen, like, anything but some of the best things to happen and some of the worst things to happen as a family because you've had, you know, your struggles and everything. You've seen me struggle through a lot of things. And, you know, I'm thankful for those times because we grew up. Um, practically like we were brothers. Pretty much. We are brothers. Pretty much. I mean, I don't know. I'm thankful for that. <laughs> Thinking about it. That's a whole different story. I mean, we can talk about that a little later. Now, first and foremost, what the hell have you been up to with the music? I got to know. Alright, so, you know, uh, last... Well, before the pandemic, I uh, I was talking to somebody else about this, how the universe works. And uh, shout out to my homie Suli, Suli4Q. He was just talking about how uh, basically you got to set your intentions and uh, speak stuff into existence. And uh, I wanted to go full-time music. And um, he was just saying, yeah, you just got to say it and set a date and it make make it happen just keep believing in it and then it will it will eventually the universe will provide a a doorway for you to walk through so i set a i set a a date and i i intentionally kept saying this is when i'm going to go full-time music prior to that i was working at a job uh for like a decade i was working at this last uh, situation for like 10 years and in between time doing music and do, when I had songs with Boys to Men and Take Nine and all those I was working at that job so I was like I can only imagine what I'll be able to do if I was able to just work full time on music uh, so I set this date I forgot when the date was it was like I wanted to go full time music like on my birthday or something like that and then the universe happened and uh my homie uh ubiquitous uh from ses crew ubi he uh hit me up randomly and i think he wanted to just get me on a song and he was just talking to me about life and i was telling him about my goals and about you know going full-time music and he was like funny you say that uh, I got the situation. We're about to go on tour, uh, and I need somebody to go with me to 
basically DJ for me and be my hype man. It's like, I know you're Adrian Truth and, you know, you're starring your own right. Uh, but I think it would be a, a dope situation. And basically the universe answered earlier than I uh, <laughs> thought thought to, uh, to go full time. So it basically happened like two or three months earlier than my projected time frame. So yeah, I went on tour. Then after that, uh, I just been on the on the run after that. So that's right, because I remember you were on tour. I remember, like, I remember you had called Erica, and I forgot we were having some type of family get together or something like that. And I think you were with um, Mayday at the time. I think like so. That. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because, like I said, what's up to uh, recognize? But I was like, say recognize. Man, you were. <laughs> I was just like, damn. He was, I was just like, man, we went from his mom's attic all the way to him being on a tour bus with strange music, man. I was just. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, was on tour with uh, Mayday, UB, Tech, Chris Calico, Dax, his first uh, big tour. Got oh, yeah, to experience that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dax is crazy. <laughs> that dude seems like he's like, dude, like, he just, like, I can only imagine what his hotel room looks like after, like, after like a concert or something like that, he was like he just trashes the hotel room, like on some rock star level shit. He, he definitely has that perception, huh? <laughs> I mean, seriously, he seems wild as fuck, just like his music videos. <laughs> but yo, I mean, shout he, out to that dude. That dude can rap his ass off, though. Yeah, shout out to Dax, man. That's that's the homie. Yeah, man. Like everybody that you were touring with can rap their ass off. And... Oh yeah, yeah. It was definitely a. Uh, 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 a-list, uh, bar-heavy tour. I can only imagine how you got any sleep. That's a lot of damn adrenaline. Right, yeah, for sure. Uh, a lot of a lot of nights we didn't get any sleep. We would just leave that event and then head straight to the next city uh, to get on the next show. And a lot every show that we did in the morning, we would have meet and greets too. So. It was just like a nonstop. There'd be days where we go like damn near 10 days straight. Uh, no no breaks, just all shows back to back to back to back to back. Every city, each city. But it definitely showed me, it showed me a lot. It showed me uh, that relationships is important um, because <laughs> you got you to gotta know these people that, run the run these events and, and you gotta uh definitely have a good rapport with the sound engineers and all that stuff because they can mess your your whole <laughs> your whole thing up if you ain't cool with them they can cut your mic down all that stuff so everybody that do do music make sure y'all be very very nice to the sound guys and the light guys or women um because that can make or break your show for sure. So overall, you don't know who you stand the next to. Always show kindness, regardless of what Facts. situation you may be in. Because you act like mm-hmm. an ass that can come back to bite you in the ass later. Yep. I mean, people that some people that are at the shows just ain't there to. I mean, yeah, they're here there to watch the show, but some people could be uh, journalists. Some people could be uh, record label execs execs it can they could be anybody for real so you definitely need to 
be on your best behavior, not your worst. Well, I already know you got that on lock because you're not one of those people that just acts like an asshole to somebody just because. So, I mean, that's how we grew up anyway. We right. started acting ass. We getting our asses beat. Facts. <laughs> Boom. So, um, I want to thank um, I want to thank our parents for beating our asses. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to shout out the ass beatings, but uh, I mean, I'm not going to shout out know, every ass beating. I'll, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, yeah, man. I'm just saying because, like, I mean, because look, you wouldn't have got this far if you were just, you know, acting like a cocky asshole everywhere you went. Uh, no, 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 not at all. I feel like. Uh, I think I told somebody about this too. Um, some people ask me, how did I get in the positions or uh, where I am at this point in my career? I feel like 90 plus percent is solely on relationships. It's always, it's just like a job. Like 90% of the people that get the job, it's not because they're qualified for it's just because they know somebody that got them in that position so i was just blessed enough to have friends uh that are talented and believed in me and then a lot of those friends got signed and then they just brought me along for the ride so hey having that good rapport helps in any case i need help it's worth for me in this podcast like Building rapport has got me a lot of different guests over the last two years of doing this. I can't believe I'm in my damn second year doing this shit. I thought I would have gave up by now, to be honest. Yep. But it's funny, when, it's, it's funny when shit really manifests when you put in. Cause like, you manifest everything that's happened to you. And I realized the same thing about having an attitude of really wanting something and really want to put it into an existence. Because it started off with me just doing the shit on my phone. Now I got invested into equipment and stuff. And I've talked to different people around the world. People who have survived wars, survived sex trafficking, and got to see these amazing stories. And it just started off with me doing a podcast while delivering food for DoorDash. Speaking of which, DoorDash, you want to freaking sponsor me? Let's do this shit. Anyways, so. <laughs> hey, put it out there in the universe. Like, seriously, DoorDash, hook a brother up. We hungry out here. We want to eat. But, like, it's it's funny because, like, I didn't use that as that. So, you know how I used to be, man. Like, I was in a mentality that didn't know how powerful it means to put something in existence. And you're a good example of that. Appreciate that. It de- it's definitely uh wasn't easy. It's definitely an exercise. It's a, uh, a muscle you got to work out. Um, mm-hmm. Repetition. You got to keep doing it and doing it and doing it until you don't realize that you're doing it every day. You got to speak things into existence. Don't say I'm trying or don't say... I definitely don't say I can't just say you're doing. And mm. even if you don't, like <laughs> if you got, if you ain't got that much money in the bank, say, I got money in the bank. I got a lot of money in the bank, regardless if you do or not. And then somehow, some way the universe is going to allow you to have that 
So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Hey, one cent is better than no cents. Yep. Because I, I said I'm full-time music when I was working. And then now I'm actually full-time music. So that's, it works. <laughs> it really does. So, it, I mean, it doesn't have, a, I mean, there's no time limit on when it's going to happen. It's not going to happen like overnight, but it will happen. And then you have to, you have to see the opportunity for yourself. And then you have to choose whether you're going to walk in that door or not, because opportunity does knock. You just have to be, you have your ears open to hear when somebody's knocking. <laughs> True. And then it's up to you to answer the door. So, yeah. yeah that's a real fact, though. And I hope that people that are listening can really, you know, absorb that information right there. Because if anybody's going to believe in you, it's definitely going to start with yourself before anybody else. For sure. See, like, I could have easily been like, well, when you be hit me up, I could easily be like, dang, well, that's too early. I was planning on doing it three months later. And then never have happened. That would have never have happened. Or I could have been like, ah, dang. Well, I don't know how to work any of that equipment. I don't know how to DJ. But I said, forget it. I got a week to uh, learn how to make this equipment uh, work and know how to press these buttons and all that stuff. <laughs> no excuses. <clears throat> I learned and I became a DJ on tour and, and then actually throughout the tour, slowly but surely uh, got way better at it. Trial by fire during sold out shows and and doing my own music like in his set. So it went from like me just being a, a DJ, nobody knowing who I am, to me being a DJ singing along to his songs, to me being a DJ singing along to his songs, and then start singing songs that they know, like Buddha with Voiceman and Tech Nine. They're like, oh, so that's you on there. And then singing one of my songs, like Tease afterwards. And they're like, whoa, this dude's not a DJ. This dude's Adrian True. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it, it, it was definitely like, a dope experience people coming up to me like man like you guys killed that was like my favorite part of the show i was not expecting that so and it's definitely crazy because you got diehard sets crew fans that are looking at me like nigga you ain't fucking gaudy like who the fuck are you and it automatically put me in a position to where i'm set up for failure but since i'm not got thank you that i'm not a rapper because that would automatically been like, oh heck no, nah, this dude, get this dude out of here. Right. But since when I open my mouth up and I start singing and like, oh shit, okay, this is different and dope. What the hell is going on? So yeah, it, it definitely was a, a dope uh, experience for sure. Shout out to Ubi for um, bringing you along on the tour. Yeah, shout out to sure Ubi, man. Ubi is a, a a dope individual. Uh human and uh just talent man i remember when i remember back in the record bar days man just how crazy like r.i.p record bar man i missed that place man man pandemic just messed everything up i miss that place so much man that's the first 
That is the first place where I went to go see um, Big Pooh, rapper Big Pooh, and uh, Murs. Oh, dang. That's a dope show. Got to see them and um, Kids in the Hall from Chicago. Uh, man, that show was fucking lit, man. I've seen some rock bands there. I've seen some rappers there. Like That was like my first place to see like an actual real rap concert. And also, I got to see you perform there, too, <laughs> with uh, JL and them. Yeah. Especially back when they were doing Three the Hard Way. It was um, yeah. JL, Joey, and uh, Dutch Newman. Yeah. Like, there were some, just some lit moments in that place, man. For sure. Yeah. Gotta love Rye Room. It's very small, intimate venue, but always had the, the best turn-ups. Man. And don't give me sorry about Ride Room. Oh, my God. That place. Yeah, because didn't you open up for Ty Dolla Sign? Uh, yes, Ride sir. Yeah. That's right, you did. I had uh, my homie Justice West uh, play the guitar uh, while I was serenading the, serenading the venue. So, yeah, it was dope. And now Justice, he, he's a, a beast now. Now he's on Ty Dolla Sign's album playing the guitar. <laughs> he went He went from opening up with me at the ride room. So now he touring with everybody. Ty Dolla Sign, freaking Jasmine Sullivan, Snoop Dogg, the list goes on and on and on. Yeah. We got some incredible talent in Kansas City for sure. Okay, that's a pretty big fucking deal. And I love Ty Dolla Sign. Ain't gonna lie, I started getting into him with these last couple albums. And he'd be like, and I'll be singing to them. Oh <laughs> yeah, sounds like- just like him. Yep. That was exactly how he sounds. But I was like, you know, he ain't bad. It's just like, it's a little bit like, he's like a rapper, but he sings. And like his tone, it makes you think. Damn, it's kind of like that old school 70s flow almost. You think right. And you think of yourself. I would ne- like, never let this light skinned motherfucker take my girl. I want to keep her way back in the back of the nose, please, where he can't see her. <laughs> hey, you go in that category too. There are three light skinned dudes that I fear that would take my girl. You, Drake, Ty Dolla Sign. You silly. I am so serious. What I was about, like, what about Chris? Chris Breezy. Okay, first of all, I would have to go 500 miles away from the concert scene. Like, we're going out of town that weekend. You ain't you going silly. nowhere. But I heard Chris. No, 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 no. We're going to Colorado. Let's go. You silly. Just, yeah, like, seriously. I don't know what y'all be doing, but this scares me. Y'all got like these powers. Yeah, like look a girl in the eye. Let's go all the way back to Prince days. You just be like, look into my eyes. Ooh. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Adrian Truth was still your girl if he wanted to. But he's a faithful man. Yes, I'm a faithful man. Hallelujah, holla back. Hey Erica, I love you. Hi, Queen. Man, that is a good woman, man. Yes, yeah, she is. She's she's an amazing human being. I don't know where I would be right now uh, if I didn't have her by my side, championing me through this uh, thing called life. Speaking of which, how did you two meet? Oh, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So uh, I I got on my knees and I uh, asked God to send me a angel from the heavens above uh i told god i was like send me an angel to heal my broken heart 
from being in love because uh, all I do is cry. Um, God, send me an angel uh, to wipe the tears from my eyes. And uh, I just, I just, you know, after that, she just appeared. I was like, whoa, what the heck? Um, and yeah, that's the most light-skinned thing I've ever heard you say in your life. I mean, it is what it is at this point. This nigga just gave me a freaking R&B lyric. <laughs> what are you talking? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I, yeah, I was born at night, but not last night, sir. Uh, well, okay, I didn't know that. Thought I thought this was your born day right now. My born day is August the 10th, 1989, sir. Get it right. No, I thought you was born today. Today, today. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, and um, yeah, and I'm also white, Fabio. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I'm going to beat you. <laughs> you. You see what I deal with, folks? I've been dealing with this for, I don't know, over 20-something years now? <sighs> deal with it. Um, yeah, man. What else? What else? What else? What else? We going? Where we? Where we going from here? Huh? Okay, so, bro. Okay, I gotta ask you this. This is something that's been bugging me. What is your thoughts on what happened with the Capitol a couple weeks ago? I thought it was. I thought it was beautiful. I thought uh, those people were patriots. They um, they did, they did their um, their country uh, proud. Um, they they showed the world who we really are as a people, you know, they, um, they let the world know that we are civil. We are, uh, law abiding citizens. Uh, they let the world know that we, these colors don't run. Um, they let the world know that they are God fearing, uh, Christians and, uh, they respect, they respect I the hate police. You right now. They respect the police. They respect their government. Um, yes, we get. Pa- yes, we're passionate. We're we're passionate uh, Americans, uh, but that shouldn't, you know, stop us from ex- expressing ourselves, you know. And I I'm very proud of all of those uh, eclectic human beings for going up there and uh, listening to their their commander in chief. Uh, and running, running in the capital, and, and doing what they had to do. I am so done with you. <laughs> what? What? That's the, my media training. What? The- <laughs> we got. We're gonna make it. We're gonna make it great again, right? That's that's what that's what we're that's what we're doing. All serious, all jokes aside, that shit was a shit show, bro. <laughs> hey, man. You know? Oh, my God. If you have a clown as the leader, you know, then the circus is going to, you know. Please be... tell me you saw the Viking motherfucker. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. There's there's Vikings there. There were clowns. There were, uh, there the circus was in town. Yeah. It, it really was a circus. Oh, my God. He said, I'm going to be right there with you guys. And he went over there back to the White House and turned on the TV and watched him do his bidding. He, he's a very supportive man. By the way, how the hell do you get impeached twice? 
Um, it's a very simple process. You just basically have to be a horrible person. <clears throat> All Quentin did was get his dick sucked. Hey, man, uh, that's that would be nothing uh, in 2020, 2021. That's that's light work. That's just a few pages sticking, to cha- uh, sticking together in a chat. Clinton, Clinton should have waited until now to get elected. Uh, to run for president, he wouldn't have to worry about no- nothing. That's very, very true. And that is why he's still a lot of people's hero. He's just like, hey, you know, I just have a dick suck, but at the same time, I got away with it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so how no. do you think, how do you think this next uh, four years is going to be? Because I don't, I don't see him, uh, uh, 46 running for two terms. He's, he's I, getting up there in age. I think, yeah, he'll probably do one term. Just because I could tell, like, he's still got some gusto, but we're looking at the last four years. Like, he's going to peak. Like, I mean, he already did eight years with the Obama administration. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, four years of whatever we're going to call that atrocity. He's going to uh, be basically in office for, like, 12 years. <laughs> yeah, basically. 12 years of experience. <laughs> as I said, because, like, I think of the freaking Trump administration as, like, a Cosby dream. Like, I just got Cosby, and I took a drunk. That's messed up, bro. Uh, yes, it is. Allegedly. Allegedly, you know. I, I just took a shot. I mean, he makes one hell of a drink. I was able to forget about a couple things, but at the same time, I was living in a nightmare. So, basically, it was like living in a homeless fever dream of some sort. And now here I am in 2021, hoping for the best and um, hoping that I can get over the sickness I just went through. And also not have to pray to the porcelain gods that this one may be eternally ill. So I'm hoping for the best in this situation. So all we can do at this point. I will say that uh, since Trump was in office, I feel like a lot of people, they know more about politics than they ever have. They know who's in office. They know who, you know, certain people are in the Senate. They know uh, the process of certain things way more than they did prior to Trump being in office because (laughs) he gave you no choice. Like, okay, what the heck is going on? Like, how did he get in office and who is running our country? Like, how is this going on? So I definitely will say that's the only thing, good thing I will say that Trump has done. He has made a lot of people take politics more seriously. Yeah, because you saw a lot of states go blue that had never been blue in like 20 years. Facts. Because people were actually getting out there and votes. Yeah. They were like, no, nah, we can't honest, have this happen again. Like, yeah, that's basically what it was. Like, this was the shoot us, shoot ourselves in the foot moment. And it was either, okay, we're going to shoot ourselves in the foot again, or we're going to learn from it. Right. That was because the whole election was basically like a cheddar bob situation. We we should that shouldn't have never happened. Ha, have you watched that movie uh, Idiocracy? Multiple times. That's basically what it was. <laughs> that's ex- we were living it. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly <laughs> what America was those past four years. I mean, to be quite honest, I mean, hell, I've seen. Pro wrestlers have better times in office being mayors and governors than Trump, Donald Trump did. 
I mean, Jesse yeah. the Body Ventura was uh, what the I forget was it, was, it was it Ohio or something like that. He was something uh, like that. Yeah. I mean, shoot, Kane is um the uh, the mayor of Knoxville uh, of Knox um Knoxville County. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's doing a damn good job too. See, and the thing about that is that's cool, but Trump. He didn't even follow those procedures. He just went straight from The Apprentice to the White House. He didn't even become like a mayor or a senator or governor. None of that. He just went literally from Apprentice to the White House. That ain't never been done. Well, there was um, Reagan. Reagan actually was in politics, and I think he was like a a mayor or something before he went to the White House. He was like a mayor or something like that before he became the president. Right, so he 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 had some type of training and knowledge of how things were ran on a smaller scale versus just being a TV personality and then just literally going straight into being a head honcho of the whole freaking United States. Yeah. It's, it's scary that we actually put a reality TV show person in office for four years. And I ain't gonna lie, I don't think a lot of countries are gonna let us live that down for a very long time. I wouldn't if I was other countries. Hell, we should have just got a porn star at this point. Hell, uh, I, I, don't, don't, uh, don't, uh, count, count your sheep too soon. I, I mean, hey, it almost possible. happened in California. Anything's possible. Hey, remember, the Terminator was uh, was the governor of California. Exactly. When he was running, it was Gary Coleman and the porn star. They had no choice but to uh, have him become <laughs> governor. There's a lot of things I question with our country sometimes. I'm thankful to live here because I wouldn't want to live anywhere else in a lot of ways. And there's a lot of things that I wish I could change in this country at the same time. I don't know, it's right. like a double-edged sword. There's some good to it, and there's some bad to it. Now, we already know what the bad is. Right. But it does... Hold on for, hold on for one second. I'm about to shut this door. I was, like, I was wondering, is that like a gust of wind? Um, Due to technical error, we're going to make sure that he um, takes care of whatever's going on over there. Oh, my gosh, he's back. He's like a magical magician. All right. He's sorcerer. Shang Tsung. Yo, Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, I know, right? Watching it or no? Of course I am. I, I, I played every game that they came out with thus far. I got Mortal Kombat 11. I watched all the movies and TV shows and cartoons that they've ever came out with. I am a fan, regardless if this is going to be good or not. I'm going to be there day one. I'm so hoping it's I got gonna HBO be. Max, so it's going to be on there when it drops. It's going down. I'm really hoping it's going to be good. I'm so hoping it's going to be good. It looks good, even though Jax looks like Steve Harvey, but it looks good. It, it is Steve Harvey. He uh he trained. He, uh <laughs> you know, got prepped for this movie. He's, he's doing pretty good. He's got the six-pack now. He, uh, he still has a mustache, you know what I'm saying? He's not going to, that's his trademark. He's not going to shave that, but Steve Harvey's, you know, jacked out here. 
So he's going to have that loud suit on when he comes into the island of Shang Tsung's. It's going yeah. to be it's going down. It's going down. Now, yes, yeah, it's, it's dope. Uh, freaking the pandemic is definitely making entertainment a very interesting uh, world right now. They're trying to figure out how to maneuver in this climate. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. shit, you see what Tom Cruise was doing? Like, you heard about him freaking out on on set? Because mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, they yeah. got the audio out there in the world. And to be quite honest, like, yeah, we're going to entertain people. We got to be smart about it. Yep. I he didn't like, say it in that tone, though. Well, I mean, he's he's Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, Tom Cruise is just, we expect it at this point. Right. When you think of Tom Cruise, you think of the Oprah standing on the couch uh, vibes. Extra. That or I think of Tropic Thunder. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm just saying, did you know that was Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, after the fact, but yeah, <laughs> he's a big old dude. <laughs> it's just like, if he's crazy enough to do some stuff like that, okay, maybe he is a little crazy, but it's okay. It's Tom Cruise. He's been around for a very long time. The guy I, is- mean, that, I mean, that, that, you go from... Robert Downey Jr. doing blackface, and then you got Tom Cruise being a big guy. I mean, which one's crazier? <laughs> you know, I, that's not really that wild when Robert I mean, Downey's doing that. But do you think about it though? Is it fucked up that nobody really fucking cared? No, because I think certain people can get away with that because, I mean, you can't deny that that was genius and funny. It, it was like. It, because <laughs> it was it was funny, it was it was good. It was so fucking spot on. And then like even the brother that was in the movie, I forget what his name is. Um, like he played A Train, and um, I think it's the same dude who played A Train, and uh, it, uh, oh, and the uh, the got the boys. I think. I oh think it might be. Was that him? It might be. I don't know. It's, uh, I love the boys. Yeah, the boys is is dope. But don't don't uh quote me on that. I forget what I've seen that brother in, but yeah, like he was just like, cause like he had said on um BT when they um when they were promoting it, I mean, this was a while back, and you know he explained like like he ain't doing like blackface like you know, uh what am I thinking of like the the freaking minstrel show or some shit. Right. Yeah. No. 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 He, he definitely he definitely did did his thing. He he basically made a uh how do you say like a. Uh, a mockery of like how people are method method actors because prior to that he like uh bleached his hair and have blue eyes and he was uh trying to tap into like some other character so he was one of those extreme method actors to where he just is that person and he won't break character regardless of what nationality he is i mean shoot al pacino played what a hispanic dude and Scarface. That is true. So, like, there, there's people that have done it, and nobody really questioned it. It's because those actors are just so good, and they don't have a track record of being like messed up people. I mean, shoot, Al Pacino got a black woman, so everybody's just like, nah, he get a pass. Right. I mean, yeah. uh, not, uh, uh, Robert Robert De Niro definitely has a black woman. I don't yeah. know. If Al got Pacino. a black woman, and so does Robert. Oh, for real? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, Robert De Niro's wife and kids is black, so and a lot of people don't even know that. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that man did some the chocolate. He did right. Fondue, fondued out. Yes, he did. Oh shoot! You know who I thought about? Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Yeah, because like you know how sometimes he be doing Asian characters and stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Rob Schneider. Uh, uh, Adam Sandler told me. Yeah, but I found out that he's um he's actually half Filipino. Hmm. For the longest time, though, I can see that. I thought he was just like a white Jewish dude. Right. I he's mean, half shoot. Filipino. Uh, your boy uh, Keanu, Keanu Reeves, he's like got some Asian descendant. Mm, Hawaiian, Japanese. Right. So you think about all the characters he's played and also the martial arts and stuff like that. Is he culturally appropriating? No. No. Man. But you remember that one movie with the volcano? And um, I forgot who the chick was, the redhead chick. She had been in um, Zombieland or whatever. And they had her playing like an Asian chick. I don't don't remember. It was just one movie. I forget what the heck her name is, but like she ended up playing an Asian woman. But she's not even close to Asian. She's like, I just like this white redhead girl. And she's playing this Asian woman in Hawaii. Hmm. Didn't make no sense. Yeah, that's crazy. Sometimes I'll be feeling bad for Asians. They'll be like, man, why does everybody want to be us? But then they don't want to be us. And it was like, like, oh. Sounds like black people. Well, I mean, I can't help it. We can't help it. We're great. I mean, when it comes down to it, I know I'm a mahogany god. Oh, man. What? All right. I appreciate the uh, confidence and the, uh, you know, the self-esteem is is high. I dig it. That's what we all should be. We should aspire to have that kind of confidence, like Anthony. You know what I'm saying? You see the shit I got to deal with? I wish I would understand. This is this is his way of saying that I'm full of shit. I never said that. But could you just like, you know, close the toilet seat for him? Yeah, appreciate that. You know what? Remember, we still go to family reunions together. I will yeah. see you. Yeah. And I, and I look forward to it. You know what? It's funk on side when I see you, sir. Yeah. It's okay. I got I the brace. I love you too. Love you, man. Anyway, so when okay, so back. So me and you were talking yesterday. You got a new project coming out. Yes, sir. What is the date? Tell me the date. And also tell me about this um this art exhibit you're doing. Okay, so um my project is self-titled uh acronym for my name is gonna be art um and stands for Adrian Ramon Truth. Um, every song on the project is going to be 12 songs. Uh, every song is going to have its own individual artwork uh, that I created myself because I paint and draw. I'm an illustrator as well. I did a cover art for E40 before and a slew of other artists. Um, but yeah, every song is going to have its own individual artwork. Um, it's going to be dropping on Valentine's Day. Yes, yes, yes. Valentine's Day, um, February 14th. 
So get your um, copy for you and your girl. Yes, yes. Uh, merch, uh, when it will drop, I will have prints of each artwork autographed by the artwork, and you get the song with it as well. Um, and the event is going to be the day before Valentine's Day. It's going to be Saturday, uh, February 13th. It's going to be a silent art exhibit release. So all of the artwork will be displayed at the art gallery. You walk up to the artwork. Uh, it's going to be a bring your own headphone event for sanitation purposes. Since, you know, we're still in a pandemic mm -hmm. um, and you have your smartphone turn on your camera and you place it right next to the QR code and it will have a link that pops up on your phone, click the link and then the song will play for that artwork. So yeah, I'm just trying to, trying to be, you know, different out here in, in these uh, crazy times. And don't forget to wear your mask. Yes, it's definitely, you will not get in the building without a mask. Uh, so yeah. They will have masks available there as well, but we're not going to uh, promote that. You should already have a mask, but we will have masks on deck. Have a mask, have some hand sanitizer, bring your own headphones. Yep. Bring your own headphones. You know, everybody already has their own cell phone. Nobody leaves the house without a cell phone. So, yeah, cell phone, Q, uh, cell phone headphones, and you're, you're in there. You're going to enjoy the experience. It's going to be something that I know for sure Kansas City has never uh, experienced before. It's going to be dope. Uh, when you get the ticket, you get 20% off at Extra Version. Uh, upstairs is the uh, restaurant. It's a very nice upscale restaurant, so it's going to fit the vibes. Definitely going to be a date night uh, type of event. Uh, yeah, and, and everybody's going to enjoy it, man. It's going to be uh, really, really dope vibes. And you get to hear the project a day before the release. Uh, so, yeah. And where can people buy the album? Uh, you can get it on iTunes. Uh, you can, uh, it's going to be streamed everywhere. And more more uh, news after the release. I got some some uh, cool surprises in the in the near future. Stay tuned for that as well, y'all. Yep. yep. So, do you get a little sample of uh, what you're going to be singing on this album? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can just uh, go to Adrian Truth um, on all social media platforms, and then it will be right there. Oh, I was trying to see if I can get you to sing live real quick. Uh, you know, that's a... Uh, this is a free, free 99 interview, you know what I'm saying? And my vocals, that's, that's, that costs. You know God saying? dang it. You know what I'm saying? I mean. Oh, come on. Yeah. We go way back to the treetops, to the dewdrops. I can't even get like one note like. Hmm. Okay. Said, uh. Can't learn to swim on land. You gotta jump right in, not too deep to understand. Yeah, that's all you get. I shouldn't say this because you're my cousin, but I, I'm a little moist. Yeah, uh, so thank you for having me. Uh, all right, bye. Uh, you know what? Bring your ass back here. <laughs> <laughs>
He done left the building. Don't ever say you're moist to another man unless you are about that life. You're gonna send. You're gonna get uh, a whole new demographic. If uh, well, you know what? I am very gay friendly, so if gays want to come on to here, thank you. Lesbians, you're welcome to. Trans, you're welcome to. Because man, I've had all types of people on the show. And second of all, moist. I'm just saying you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get hit up in your DMs a lot more. That's all well, I'm saying. Okay, to all the guys out there that are into men, please no dick pics in my DMs. You can send them to Adrian Truth. Nope, you already you already said you're moist. They already you gotta check your DMs right now. I'm pretty sure you probably got a few. My DMs are safe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you have you have the uh you have the footage, so you can edit this up and you could just you know this never happened. That nope, that whole section I'm, never happened. Never, you know what? I'm gonna keep this shit because I'm not ashamed. Oh, so you I, want the DMs? Okay, that's what's up. I don't want the DMs. Nobody should want DMs. First of all, just say hi first and take me out to dinner, damn it. Well, I can at least get some free food out of this shit. I'm fat. Okay. I can dig it. Don't be judging me. So you're going to use them first, okay? Yes, I'm going to use them like my fans. You're acting like an Instagram thought, okay? That's what's yes, up. Yes, I am a hoe. Okay. Hey, don't don't be ashamed of it. Hey, embrace it. Embrace it. It's, that's, what it yes. that's what it's all about out here. You exactly. know? Exactly. I'm out shout here. Out, just, shout out to Jasmine Sullivan. She just dropped a, a whole project, you know, embracing, you know, just that. Hotels. You know what exactly. I'm saying? That's what we be doing out here in these streets. Hell you know, yeah. Acting ratchet. Yep. Hey, that's, there's no other way. What can I say? You know me for a long time. You know how ratchet I can be. I'm out in these streets, you know? It's facts. Out here doing wrong and doing dirty. Dirty yep. draw, draw. Yep. Hardcore in the core. This is how Man. we do it. Like Nas said, the world is yours. So I make the world mine in different ways, in different climates, and different textiles, making sure you know this is how it goes in my real nigga files. Yeah, 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 yep. Yeah. That's exactly what you. Oh, do. shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nah, for real yeah. though. Adrian, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Oh, anytime, man. You know, just it's, it's. I don't understand why I haven't been on here sooner, but it's all good. It, everything happens for a reason, you know. I got something to talk about. I got uh, my project dropping, so you know, finally, took took a minute, but we we did it. We did it. I'm really proud of you. You know that, right? Why are you paused? God dang it! This motherfucker here. <laughs> Adrian, I know you're still yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was trying to make it look like, uh, you know, the signal froze. You, see, you see this bullshit I've been dealing with for the last twenty some years? Baby, back bullshit. It's all good. But you know what? That's why he's one of my favorite cousins ever. This is my big brother. I love him. I'm very proud of him. Are uh, you big bro? You big bro though. Uh, I'm, I'm getting younger. So. Okay. First of all, no, your ass is old. I still have my hairline. Thank you very much. Oh, damn. You're going to go there. Okay. Yes, I, I am, motherfucker. I see. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. Hairline's still intact. That's what's up. Okay. Exactly. You should be proud. You know, I'm proud of you, man. I need proud to of you. Yes, you do. You know what? You need to trim your beard, then. I do. But I blame it on the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? 
This pandemic's been a bitch. I can't get my hair cut nowhere. I mean, you know, just get a personal barber. You got it. Okay, I'm not like you. I'm poor. I'm not rich. Well, I am not broke. But at the same time, you know what? We'll chat. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for uh, talking about my hairline. And uh, thank you for uh, making me... um, humbled out here well, that I'm that I'm old and yep. I'm I'm bald and uh yep I'm uh, a horrible human being off. um I already know when I go bald I ain't gonna be able to pull that shit off thanks I dude I appreciate it <laughs> you know let me let me just let, let me go ahead and end this damn podcast oh my god seriously though I love you bro thank you so much for doing this this motherfucker done disappeared off the screen my name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. The Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Mr. A.k.a. And also, I want to thank my special guest, my big brother that I'm very proud of. And I know he's going to go far because he is a motherfucking star because it's in our fucking blood. And I just want to say I thank God that he was in my life, especially one of the hard times that I went through as a kid. He's whooped my ass when I needed my ass whooped. And he's also been there for me. When I've been down and he's picked me back up. I love you, Adrian Truth. And to everybody that's listening. I love you too, nigga. <laughs> I, sometimes I really hate this motherfucker. I love you. Thank you guys for listening. Till next time. Thank you for stepping into the arena. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>